Welcome back to a, another episode of the BMBL Anonymous Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Colin Asparty. I'm here with Captain Tyler Solon. Hello, boys. How's it going? And uh, as we always like to start our podcast off, Tyler, what are you what are you sipping on? I'm sipping a nice tall boy bud latte. Nice. I'm sipping water currently. Uh, coming sh- coming straight off of a sweep of Team Miles. <laughs> Second win of the season. Um, we're already out of it, so it's the pride game. Um, big win, though, regardless. Big win, regardless. Um, we're officially not the worst team in BNBL history because we have two wins. There's been teams to finish with one. Um, but I'm proud of my guys. Um, you know, they could have quit. Could have not shown up. Um, but everyone came, fought. And um, How many guys did you get today? We got six. Okay. I'm missing two with injuries. And then uh, Will is working Scranton team camp. So... <sighs> He, he might be back on Sunday, so we'll see. Will, we'll you, see. Will, are you uh, are you getting paid for that, Will? Or are they just scheming you? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm here, um, Captain Sullivan, Social Chair Sullivan, and we have a very special guest today. The most special guest. One that we've all been waiting for. And just want to say, I told you guys, I wasn't bungalow. And I told you guys I'd have Bungalow on the podcast to prove it, and we finally have him. So Bungalow's actually upstairs taking a shit right now, but he will be here shortly. Shortly. Anyway, we can um, we can speak kind of until then how season eight's been going so far. We haven't really had well, we had the one original BMBL podcast this season, right? Yeah, just the one before Kevin left, and the anonymous boys have been. Slacking. Slacking might not be the right word. I think it's more of um, we were a little, we got clear, we got cleared out. I think by the um, by the OG BMBL boys, they didn't want us taking their thunder during the season, but then they come out with one podcast. I mean, it's a joke, right? Yeah. So we're here. We're bringing the juice anonymously, of course. Always mm-hmm. anonymously. We're in the legendary Eichen basement sweaty down here mm. no ac gritty gritty this is where champions are made no ac is how we do it Aichen, you want to shout out to the podcast or no 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 shout outs from Aichen. Aichen's coming off a uh tough a, loss tough loss to team rose after team rose makes a uh game two adjustment after uh a pretty substantial game one loss game two rose comes down to two three and then wins games two and three um, in order to beat. Yeah, big, big uh, BMBL Tuesday. I just want to make a quick shout out, or not shout out, more of a um, call out to my guy, youngest Gnarls Barkley, aka Chase Tenadio, was the only person tonight. There was four BMBL games, I believe, and Gnarls was at BF, I believe, right? Yeah, he I was there. He, I heard he was there. He I was heard, there with Babikian. I heard him and Mike were there. No coverage, no content. Four games, and no one gets to watch a BMBL game. My mother was looking forward to watching my game. Of course, at Hoop City, we had no one. But, I mean, at least give her something, Chase. Cam's mom's at our game. Cam's mom was there. She got full live take of Azo's huge win. But, I mean, two games at the same court, it's not that hard, guys. You just walk around with the phone. You don't even have to talk. You just, you just, you're just there. I will say, now that... um. 
I've started to capture more content uh, this year, more so than ever. It's actually a lot of fun. So um, shout out T-Bird, who when T-Bird's so, great. Sullivan and I played each other on Sunday. He got the ends of game two and three. Well, great commentary. Riley actually started them and then just handed them off to T-Bird. Not with T-Bird unknowingly knowing he was going to take over. It's called stepping up to the plate. It is. I'm not sure if that would happen if he wasn't on his team, but, you know, RCR, he wants as many minutes as he can get so he can slang those threes. Yeah, he was like seven for seven against my team. <laughs> so we are going to um... – <laughs> Oh, my God. Bungalow's in the building. Bungalow's – he just walked into the studio. I'm just hyped that he's here, here, you know I mean? Like, it's been a long time coming. This guy has maybe 200-plus tweets, 170 or 100-something Instagram posts. Like, (laughs) this guy's got a lot of of, uh, content, you know? I don't know if there's another – BMBL insider that's as committed as this guy. And sure, there's Beer Money JJ, who is Jimmy Jimerson, who is the first original insider. In jail, currently. Currently in jail. Riley sees him every once in a while. Riley said he saw him after he beat his wife on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and he was supposed to get out, but apparently had bad behavior in jail. So he's, he's locked up for a few more months. Yeah. So he'll probably be missing the championship game. Which is why we had to bring Bungalow in because, like, he's the original OG. After this, a bunch of these phony, um, b- phony burners. We got who do we have now? We got the Beer Money Prince. Yep, BM Prince. BM BMBL Prince. Tony Crawford. We got Steve Tucci. Steve Tucci. We got Stanley. Uncle Uncle Giuseppe. Stanley. Stanley Tucci. Correct me. Uncle Giuseppe. Uncle Giuseppe, and maybe like two or three more. My favorite account that I've seen created was the <laughs> the account that was is it bmbl sunday yeah and their bio is answering a simple question and their only tweet so far was this sunday they tweeted yes <laughs> it, it is bmbl sunday so i think they should keep that one up because that's a great one yeah every sunday just tweeted yes and i mean to mix it up, you gotta you gotta throw a few no's out there, right? Like a Thursday tweet, or maybe like a maybe a, like the Monday after the championship. Yeah, game. like no sad face or like you know crying crying emoji. We also forgot Baja. Oh, I mean, I mean, how, could, how we could we forget Baja? Get to the Baja, one of the better, not only BMBL burners but basketball burners. You know, like yeah, he, he, he put ja- he put Jazz Junkie in his place. Jazz Junkie, R.I.P. That account has been I haven't heard from him since disabled from Twitter <laughs> because. He got put in a blender. Yeah. But, you know, Baja's a good guy. Crawford's kind of a piece of shit. And no one knows who BMBL Prince is, I don't think. It's got to be a hogus kid. I think it's T-Bird. I, or, like, Scrap Frankel. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Arcieri. I don't think Scrap is dedicated enough to post out tweets because he's just stoned all the time. <laughs> Shout out Scrappy. Sixth man of the year last year. So many rebounds today. Unreal amount of rebounds today. Yeah? Yeah. You guys – oh, yeah, you guys played them, right? Yeah. Wow. So, we had Team Azo take over Team Miles in a sweep. Team Sullivan sweep Cisco in a gritty game at Hoop City. And then two game threes, Donatio over Stapleton. Two BF – two game threes at BF, Donatio over Stapleton. And what was the last one? 
Lothian, uh, Rose over Lothian. Rose over Lothian is a GW though. Rose over oh, Rose over Lothian was the other game. Too, oh, also, GW. shout out the uh, the LeBron of the eighth round, Dirty Pete, starting over BMBL veteran and former captain Phil today. Wow. That's a bold move by Stapleton. I mean, not sure a if it was a, push. Not sure if it was a psych out or what, but you know, it didn't work. So <laughs> maybe you should go back to the drawing board with that one, Christian. But um, but on that note, I think that we should we should introduce Bungalow here. I think hold on, I got I got one more thing. I just want to put this on record because I thought this last week when I saw um, Stapleton versus Riley play at the cage. Phil is an absolute BNBL legend. No questions or no like no one's uh, arguing that. But I pointed out to him, aside from the rookies, Phil has played with every single first round pick in the BNBL. That's how that's how much in stock he has in this league. He's played with Ryan Starr. He's played with Alex Starr. He's played with Kev Griffith. He's played with Bryce. He's played with Austin Hippoloki this Austin. year. He's played with everyone. And when I brought this to his attention, he told me, wow, I have to get out of this fucking league. <laughs> He's like, and that's the time that I need to get out of here because that's fucked up. And I was like, listen, man, Phil, you're married. You just went on your honeymoon mid-season eight. Season nine, you might be having a kid coming around, so you know you might not have time for this this league anymore. Second BNBL kid after Charlie Riggs. Second BNBL kid, yeah. I think Keenan might have like three or four that he just doesn't know about, but I mean that's a time that's a tale for another time. So. So on that note. On, on that note, we'll introduce Bungalow. Um, well, some little stats for him. He's got four hundred tweets. Four hundred. Yeah. Um, Forty-seven photos. And uh, 390 likes. So some tweets, no likes. Wow. Um, some tweets, no likes. You know, he just stays grinding. He doesn't. He doesn't care about the likes. Oh wait, don't. That, those, are the, the those, are the, those are the those are tweets that he's liked. Excuse me. Oh, so he's active. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on just, there. He's just as active as he is liking yeah. tweets as he is posting them. No, he's he's out there. He he wants the people to see what he's liking. He wants them to know. He's he's on he's on the prowl like at all times. You know, you can never slip something by bungalow. So on that note, we will let him introduce himself. Hey, it's uh, Bungalow here. Um, it's good to hear all of you on the other side here. Hopefully we can get some callers in sometime so I can talk to the people. But uh, yeah, I'm here to break a little news, you know, get a little familiar with some, some of the people in the league. Or, you know, I'm already in the league, maybe, you never know. Or not. So Bungalow has a big idea for season nine where he actually wants to start a BMBL radio show. And talk twice a week for like three hours. I just have callers call in. WFAN style. WFAN style. Don't know if we're going to actually be able to make that happen. But, you know, I mean, Riley is Riley is always for um, getting the content out there. So I think he, um, he's he got a connection with WFAN. We might be we might be setting up shortly. And, you know, we've, we've had some questions around the league about who Bungalow is, you know, questions about where I get my sources. I just want to let everyone to be clear, none of my sources will ever be revealed from any team. I stay close with every team. You can ask these both right here. I got my sources on their teams that they don't even know about. It's you true. Know, it's true. Keeps me up at night. I talk to the captains, talk to the commissioner, you know, they all, they all might know me. But who really knows me? That's the question. The million-dollar question in the BMBL. I mean, this guy's tweeting out stuff about Team Sullivan I didn't even know about. So when I was seeing this, I am can't sleep at night because I'm like, wow, does my team really want 
my players really want out? Are they, are they really that unhappy? I don't know. He tweeted week two that Aiden Finnegan wanted out. Little did I know, seven weeks later, he's in a trade for Cameron Hill. Oh, that was a that was a swing and a dinger right there. <laughs> that was a home run derby, five hundred and twenty foot dinger. Babe Ruth esque. Yeah, pointed out to the center field, just smacked it right there. Wow. I mean, that was truly incredible. This guy rarely misses. I know um, Baja, get to the Baja, shout out, thinks that he has the uh, insider of the year locked up. But I want to just have a um, have a discussion because I don't know if Baja is really in this like Bungalow is because Bungalow has sources everywhere. Baja has like maybe three, maybe four teams that he can truly report on and has sources from. But other than that, I mean, guy's a scrub. He doesn't. He brings nothing to the table. He knows absolutely nothing about Team Chase, nothing about Team Miles. He has no sources over there. So like, this guy Bunglow, he's got it all. He's just as as the uh, baseball scouts would say, he's a five tool player. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, no. I mean, he's he's one of the OGs. Um, he's the second most he's the second most tenured insider after Beer Money JJ, who, as we alluded to earlier, is in jail. I think we checked, and he is he's still the most followed the most followed uh, insider on Instagram, or only one on Instagram, most followed on Twitter. Multiple players have told me that they have bungalow tweets or bungalow notifications on push. I do. So they can get everything he says right to their phone. Yeah. Don't miss a single tweet. So, you know, I mean, this guy's really built a name for himself in the league, and we just wanted to get him on here because, you know, he's earned it. Yeah. And, Bungalow, I'm, I'm under the impression that you actually have some breaking news for us to break on the podcast right now. Is that – am I correct about that? You are correct. I wouldn't call it breaking news. It's more about, you know, just an update on all the little beefs that go down between all the teams. You know, there's there's a lot of speculation since Andrew Keenan got traded that he actually might have gotten a woman pregnant in Boston and will have to re- take the three-hour drive back maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday morning. So we're going to see if he can make it back. Wow. And we got, we got another one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, this one came a few weeks ago, but it seems like it's come back after tonight's game. There's this, there's this man on Team Lothian. And, you know, some people refer to him as Big Bird, others as Adam. You know, he's just causing a lot of dead space on the floor, it seems, for a lot of his players. You know, Brendan Candle, a slasher. Van Eichen, a slasher. You know, they need those lanes open. Bungalow tweeted something earlier this season about Adam Picardo. And Picardo told me personally, thinking I was Bungalow, that... I ruined his night of sleep for this one night because he woke up in the middle of the night to a tweet about himself from Bungalow, went back to sleep, and had a dream about Bungalow murdering him. Oh, my God. So, clearly, this guy, this guy Bungalow is in my guy Adam for three's head. And I feel bad, honestly, because, like, you know, he thought it was me. Like, he thought I was playing jokes with him. But listen, Adam, this isn't a game, buddy. This is real life. Welcome to the league. Welcome to the league. That should be a warning for all of the rookies Wake out up there. call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wake up call, Adam. 
talking about my uh, the other burners, my opponents. You know, we got respect for Baja, you know, I think we all have an idea, you know, he, he likes to show games randomly maybe once this year, mm. you know. And then, um, so I actually have a little scoop on another burner, it's, it's sad to bring up because, you know, it took a tough fall tonight, but, you know, Ryan Starr, it seems to be revealed as Tony Crawford. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Thing because I don't know if you guys remember. It's um, a wild I, twist. I certainly do. Um, Tony Crawford had a little bit of a spat with Adam Picardo on Twitter while Ryan Starr was on Team Lothian. A clear back and forth, at least wow. four tweets each. So, that's what does a, that say? That breaking news is shocking to me. Um, and I'll just say that it makes a little bit more sense why Ryan Starr got traded now. Oh, I mean. We all know Picardo, a.k.a. Adam for three, a.k.a. Big Bird, is Lothian's boy from college. Great guy. Shout out, Adam. But, you know, as a rookie, man, you got to know your place. And, like, seems like his place with Team Lothian is not fitting so well. didn't fit well with Ryan Starr. And clearly, Ryan went to his Kevin Durant-esque burner, Tony Crawford, and had to take it out on his teammate. And I think this this um, distress was expressed with Team Lothian or with Captain Lothian, and that was honestly probably what led to the trade of Star for Griffith. And you know, this is from Bungle. You know, I'm not trying to throw everything on Adam here. You know, there's there's other players and other teams that cause problems, but you know, when you're willing to be a loudmouth on Twitter, you know, you gotta expect the the heat in return. And honestly, like the 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 Twitter name Adam for three, it's it's ambitious. This guy claims he drains threes on Twitter, sliding in girls DMs all day. Wow! As Adam for three, and you know it's like he gets in the game and like sometimes he's scared to sh- he's scared to shoot it. He's scared to let it fly, and it's like, well, who are you really, Adam? I mean, I will never shame uh, a DM slider. Um, but is your background Cam who? Oh yeah, at at the NBL opening day, that's my wallpaper. My teammate Cam Hill. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> it's just a picture of Cameron Hill. <laughs> this is got this is actually gonna go up on the Instagram story <laughs> after the podcast. This might be the cover art for the podcast because that's just incredible. I mean, that's that's the heart of Team As a Party right there. Yep. They stay united no matter what. Yep. And uh, Ten toes down. I think an important thing to do as Bungo, you know, just on a serious note, is maybe go through some of these injuries that have taken place, give a little update. You know, we'll start with Team Azza with with the goat, uh, Weed Man, as people like to refer him as. Uh, looks like he's got a, Azza, could you give us a little update here? I believe it's a... It's a... He has, he has plantar fasciitis. Um, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I remember that Joakim Noah had it when he was in the Knicks, I believe. So um, all I know is that it hurts. It hurts to walk. It's like walking on pins and needles. Um, so he played a couple games through it. Shout out to Joey, tough guy. Um, he played against Team Lothian through Absolute it. Absolute warrior. And he played against Team Riggs through it and had two great games. Um, so shout out Joey for caring about the league. Um, you hate to see that, you know, first pick of the second round go down like that. Um, Alec Lopez, 
Goku's ankle, it looks like it's gonna fall off. Danger. Yeah, then that's some. You might just need to cut that boy off. I see he's trying to drink away his pain at cool hands pretty often on Twitter. Bad move. He's an interesting Twitter follow, though, and I'll give him that. As bad as he is on the court, he's an interesting Twitter follow. I'll. I'll agree with you there. I, I do enjoy following Alec Lopez on Twitter. I will say, though, speaking on the Lopez injury, a few people were upset with the way his captain, Josh Riggs, handled that because Mr. Riggs was walking to his car as two um, two players. I think one was a teammate of Alec. One was not a teammate. Were carrying Alec to his car as he couldn't walk with a potential broken ankle and when they asked captain Riggs for help to help him carry his own player that he drafted Riggs turned to them and said he's a man he can do it himself wow and left his guy out to dry and I don't know if that would be a a move that many captains would pull so like as a first as a rookie captain for Josh sure he's been in the league for six seven years but Josh or Jake was always the captain of their team, right? He always ran the ship. Josh running his own ship now, kind of left his guy out to dry. And like, I feel a little bad for Lopez in that's in that scenario because I would feel hurt personally if my captain was just like, "Yeah, he's got it." When I had a bum ankle, like, I mean, if you guys haven't seen Lopez's Twitter, go to his Twitter page and look at the pictures of his ankle. They're insane, disgusting. So, I feel bad. I feel bad for him there, you know, and. I think Riggs deserves a little um, Riggs deserves a little hate for that because it was kind of fucked up, you know. So uncharacteristic of Josh, I might say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, a little frustration. I think they might have lost that game, so he might have. Nah, it was against us, so they won. Oh wow, even worse. But um, yeah, that was a uh, a little twisted in my in my in my, uh, my eyes. But you know, we move on. Riggs is still doing well. Yeah. Speaking of Team Riggs, um, Bungalow, I'll start with you. Uh, some rapid-fire questions. At this time, wh- who is in your championship game, and who do you have winning the championship? So this is my honest opinion here. As I do show up to the BMBL Sundays and even partake in some of them, some of them, some of them, this guy is in the league, huh? I love Team Finnegan's energy. I even heard Lawless barking at one point. That's just a straight-up dog mentality. Mm-hmm. Timmy Clarman maybe needs to learn a little composure from his brother, but you know, he's a dog. Riley, he can't be tamed. You can't, you can't mute him. And, uh, I, you know, Toma's been stepping up. Toma's, Toma's uh, I think, proven a few haters wrong. Yeah. And I think the team to go against them, it depends on how the seating works out. But I like Donatio or Sullivan. Well, Sullivan's on the same side of the bracket as Finnegan. So and that, Donatio. And, and Donatio. So I gotta... Uh, <laughs> let me take a step back here. It's like Bungalow, the insiders, have to, re- have to look at the bracket one more time. It's, but it sounds like he likes the beer side of the bracket more than the money side, which which I, I would tend to agree with. Um... The beer, the beer side has been stronger basically all season. It's kind of circa early two thousands NBA 
Mm. And the West was always just clearly a lot stronger than the East. Yes, I love the BMBL to NBA comparisons. Mm-hmm. You know that. Um, do you have any any player comps uh, that you that you want to give out right now, or do you have any um, mm-hmm. any team comps potentially? Uh, Timmy Clarkman reminds me of a uh, of a Baron Davis, maybe. Oh my God, less athletic, less athletic, but a thick guard. Timmy Clarkman's not puts his body within the AK forty seven. But I hear you. I hear you're coming from. No, chat to me. I uh, I forgot to wash my jersey on Sunday, so I smell horrible. And uh, I, he was guarding me, and I had to guard him the whole game. So just you know, shout out to his resiliency uh, for having to smell me the entire time, which I was not envious of him for that. And now a team comparison, which I think is honestly an obvious one. But, you know, maybe with Alex Lopez going down a little less, the bad boy Pistons and Team Riggs, mm. you know, they're just a fucking bunch of football players over there. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that uh, Alex Starr is Isaiah Thomas? Alex Starr is probably, you know, this is a bungalow report from all the sources, maybe the nicest guy in the league and the best player. Nicer than Mark Cieslik? That's just what I hear. I'm just, I just report what I hear, you know? Okay. No opinions in here. No opinions. Reports only. So I just went to go take a pee, and I kind of missed the last, like, minute or two, whatever. I just want to go back, and I want to nominate someone for an a end-of-the-year award. I think it's almost pretty clear Rob Toma, most improved player. Oh, I disagree. I'm going to go Jimmy Lawless, most improved player, his teammate. Jimmy Lawless was on um, – in a bad situation last year on Team Ward. Comes oh. to Team Finnegan. Um, maybe sli- yeah, I think he slips one round in the draft and he did the year before. I think he was a third rounder last year. Fourth rounder this year. Comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. MIP. My vote. I already know when it comes out. is going to Jimmy Wallace. Former Woo! teammate of mine. Shout out to boy. Lawless. Legendary Instagram. I'd love you guys to go check out his Instagram. Only post on Fridays. Hashtag Happy Friday. Y'all. Happy Friday, y'all. Happy Friday, y'all. With a picture of his sunglasses. It's, just, it's, it's truly unbelievable. Some guys in the league are haters. Some yeah. guys aren't. And, you know, <laughs> to me, it's incredible. I know some guys don't like it, but it's like this guy stays consistent. His Instagram page is Five years, four years maybe of him doing this all the time. Every Friday. All he does is post pictures and sunglasses. It's truly incredible. On Fridays. We're, we're looking at it right now. And gets absolute buckets. And it's just him in his office throwing up the sunglasses. Almost every almost every post is the same shades. And he gets buckets, you know? He's, he's a bucket getter. Yeah. And it wasn't like he wasn't a bucket getter before. So that's why I gave my vote to Toma because mm-hmm. Toma drains threes this year out of nowhere. I don't know what's happening, but I mean, look at those. We're looking at the lawless Instagram yeah. right now. It's it's just incredible. This goes back. How far does it go back? I mean, it's like 2016. 2016 five years. Straight up five years. <laughs> Every Friday. Friday post. Happy Friday, y'all. Sunglasses. You know, blinders on. Doesn't even matter. Dude, Lawless had a, a floater. It might have been the game winner on Sunday that actually went 50 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. 
It was one of the most impressive shots I've seen all season. He is – I think he actually taught Emmanuel quickly how to shoot floaters. I wouldn't be surprised. Because this guy's float game is unbelievable. All right, it's uh, Bungalow here. Uh, it's 10.40. I have to sign off because I got to hit my night shift at Wendy's. Uh, <laughs> any, any last words, Bungalow? Do you want to leave the league with anything? Maybe a, maybe a final uh, prediction or a, or a final scoop for, for everyone? I think my final prediction is that um, the playoffs are going to be an absolute incredible movie, maybe even filmed by Steven Spielberg. That's what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping we can get that cameraman that was at the first game back for maybe the semifinals. semifinals. And, uh, I mean, the final... Finals last year were incredible, and uh, I think it will only look better this year. There's a lot of people that stay supporting. Mm. You know, a few people that I know I can shout out, you know, maybe have them bring more people. Alec Muller, mm. always there. We mm. Pat Enzano's girl, who is <laughs> transitive property now, Colin as a party's girl, who might have left the court after Peyton dropped his nuts on Enzo's face. Uh... And then uh, some other good fans we got. <laughs> <laughs> that I invited a girl to watch our game, and she left after um, I got dunked on. <laughs> she um, didn't say a word to me uh, before or after the game. <laughs> she, she, she left. She left the premises of GW. She actually blocked as a party's number after she saw him get dunked on. That's not true, but she. I'm being so serious. She left GW right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, she was like, wow, this is the guy I was looking at, and he just got his n absolute nuts in his mouth dunked on. So I'm out of here. Yeah, no, it was not my it was not my one shining moment. Um. And, uh, you know, just a final thought, maybe something, you know, just speaking on all the girls people are bringing, I'd love to have, you know, little cameos maybe. Maybe Championship Sunday peaking, and you know, Sherry's there, Sherry's girl. Mm. You know, talk about how she likes having slimmed down a little, maybe. Mm. Oh. Championship Sunday, we definitely need some girlfriend interviews in front of the backdrop. 100%. Maybe uh, Billy's girl, Diana, gets out there. She was there week one. Week one hasn't been back since. Billy Rose team hasn't been looking that good, but you know, two, two, two tough injuries. But, you know, I want to just get these, these girls out there. I want them to be more established in the league because they're important. They're our fans, and they support us in better or worse times, you know? Yeah. Speaking of female fans, want to shout out Kelly Batelli, um, Mutt Gods, fan of the year. Legendary. Yep. Legendary, Kay Kaylee, right? So, yep, Kaylee Batelli, congratulations to you. Um, I hope you have fun at the Yankee game, dinner and drinks, and the autographed basketball. Kaylee, I just want to – Kaylee, 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 this is – Kaylee, this is for you. This is, I'm just speaking to you right now, Kaylee. We may, we may have never met, but I'm just saying, if you don't go on this date with Mutt Dog, you are an absolute piece of shit. So I better see you at that Mets game or that Yankees-Blue Jays game with Mutter, sipping beers, eating dogs, suck down that glizzy, Get that autographed basketball from Mutt Dog, put it in a frame, and you know, cherish that for the rest of your life because because you, you want a fan of the year. You don't know you don't know where that guy's gonna be in ten years from now. Mm -hmm. It might be worth millions of dollars.
Shout out Mutter, legend of the league. Yeah. All right. So now, actually, the final thought, because I do have to go. Um, you know, I just like your, your shift is in what, uh, 15 minutes, Bungalow. Yeah. I just like to shout out, you know, people like Tyler, you know, the, the top people really taking uh, a stand this year and making some expansions. And, you know, it's really looking good. You know, the MVPs or player of the games, really a lot of good content there. Um, and then, you know, not shout out Hannah Dosher because she has not shown up. Yeah, you know, Dosher, you really have the abilities here. You really just got to step up. And uh, lastly, I'm literally sweating my balls off in the ancient basement, so I have to get out of here. I think I'm going to have to shower again. <laughs> so he's, so Bungalow is off to Wendy's. He has a late night shift, but you know, we appreciate him coming on. Talking to the boys. Legendary podcast. We're going to be breaking Legendary. numbers. Because, you know, this guy was highly anticipated to come onto the podcast. He is like rushing little... out right yeah. now to get to right. his job. And, you know, we respect the grind. We'll be back. He will be back. And Confirmed. we expect the commissioners to get a podcast going. Because, you know, we'll take lead if we have to. He He's confirming it now. The anonymous boys will take lead if we have to. If the playoffs come... And the commissioners still can't get around to getting the podcast in. You know, we're here. We are we are for the people. The anonymous podcast. That's what we were built on. We were here for you guys and for the people that want the content. So you Yo, know, Aichen, which who's got the reefs? Who's got the same reefs there? <laughs> who's reef god? I know. Rut row. We got a situation. Hey, Bungo, you got Eight minutes of your shift. You gotta, better find your flops. <laughs> um. So yeah, we want to just thank Bungalow again for coming on here. Legendary. He's uh, got to be the front runner for the Insider of the Year after coming on the podcast, right? I mean, it's a joke if this guy doesn't win it. I mean, all he does is put his heart, after, heart and soul into this league. After Baja's Kofi Coburn miss. Yeah. <sighs> Baja, we got to talk about that one, buddy. We, we can talk about that one offline, Baja, but, I mean, that was bad. Yeah. You were beyond confident. He's Where, where are you saying? He's going to Kentucky? Yeah, and I, as a volunteer fan, I'm happy Kofi Coburn is not a Kentucky Wildcat. And he's back with the Illinois fighting Illini. He's still in Champagne. He never left Champagne. Never Illinois. left. Never left. And Bungalow, you know, that was a swing. Or Baja, that was a swing and a miss. Yeah. So you're going to have to recover. I don't know if Bungalow has had a swing and a miss yet. Guy's undefeated. Mm-hmm. So you got to respect that. He's just a hustler. But, um, yeah, so, like, me and Azar here, like, we're going to shoot the shit for a few more minutes. But, um, you know, without Bungalow, like, the juice of this podcast, this guy just walked out. It's just. You can, you can tell that the aura of the room is down. Yeah, the, the room is just, it's incredible. Like, this guy walks out and we're like, Wow. Where are we now? Um, so Tyler, on that note, let's talk let's talk awards. Awards, okay. I Who, like that. Uh, right this moment, going into the final BNBL Sunday. Um, who is your MVP? Jerry. <laughs> I honestly could go a few ways. <clears throat> Definitely not Aishin. Definitely not Sherry. The two Sherry ones. Sherry grows his hair out. If Sherry grows his hair out, that he'd be a first round pick. But you know, as much as I hate to say it, I gotta give respect where respect has been earned. I think I'll have to give my MVP vote to John Landro. Yeah. 
John Landro has been incredible this year. Landro is a bucket. He came in shape. He's been hurt, banged up a few games, but you know he come he makes it back quickly, and he's just a he's just a tough dude. He's a tough he's a d- tough baller. He knows how to put the ball in the bucket, and I think the um, rookie of the year is a good a good conversation because there's been a lot of good important rookies, valuable rookies that will go probably even higher than they did this year in the draft because of how they, well they've played. But four rookies in the first round this year. Wow, four out of four out of twelve is pretty pretty large uh, percentage. So like, I'm gonna have to go with my guy Payton. I don't know if you're going to disagree with that, but I mean, this guy got drafted, what was I, ninth? And for this guy to average 25 and 10 in college and get passed up by eight teams is just kind of crazy to me. What do you think about that? I mean, if you look through it, though, I mean, like, I, I do agree with you that Peyton is probably the rookie of the year. Um, however, like, if you look through who got drafted before him, like, can you really blame any captain that took? I mean, Cisco took Kevin, MVP of the league last year, three-time champion, three years in a row. Yep. After that, Alex Starr, champion. After that, John Landro, champion? Mm, maybe. He's our MVP this year, so after that, Ryan Starr, champion. After that, Georgie Cloak, champion. After that, Harrison goes to his guy, Miles. After that, Christian takes his guy, Austin. And then Rose um, went with Devin. Um who I don't think Billy is regretting that decision. I mean, they're they're a playoff team. Right, um, right. They, they, they got hit by the injury bug this year, and they've been resilient. I mean, they're coming off of a big win against Lothian. That's true. This, uh, this is true. However, I do I do agree with you that I think Peyton is the is the rookie of the year, strictly because, I mean, your your record is better than, than Rose's. Um, right. It's, I mean, it's, better than, it's better than Bobby's, and it's better than mine. We're 10-3 at this point. So, yeah, I which mean, are all of the rookies after the first round, so – yeah, I mean, Peyton has definitely um, held it down for Team Sullivan. Shout out, Peyton. Legend. You know, but um, I don't know. It's it's tough for, like, some of these other – some of these other awards, per se, defensive player of the year, sixth man of the year, most improved, even content of the year is the one that's highly up for debate. Uh-huh. But, you know, a lot of these guys, like – we have the league vote on them, so it's a fair it's a fair decision of who wins. Yep. All 108 guys get their get their vote. Get their one vote. If you don't want to vote, that's fine. That's up to you. But I mean, we'll see what the uh, what the league feels. But I mean, I don't know. I think Landro's a pretty solid front runner for MVP. I would like to say Peyton's a pretty solid front runner for Rookie of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, though, where do you, where do you put that? Give me like top. Top three for that because it's not hard. It's not easy to put that to one guy right now. Yeah, I'm looking through it right now. Like it's tough to say. Like we're an agent's basement, so like I don't want to give him any clout. Um, what about what about a guy like Aiden Cole? Like one of the tallest guys in the league. He's on Team Riggs, which is which was undefeated for a while. Then they lost their best player because he was you know <laughs> screwing around with his younger brother, broke his nose. Um, I mean that doesn't happen mid season. Team Riggs could cl- still be undefeated. Right. Um, right. And Aiden Cole is the anchor of that defense. You drive into the lane, he's he's there. He's there. Always there. He's always there. So I, I don't know. Aiden's, Aiden Aiden's tough for me though because of how immobile he is. This guy, this guy plants plant, plants his feet in the, in the paint and never leaves. So like when we played Team Riggs, 
We were having a hit. That whoever might be the worst selection I've ever heard. <laughs> for DPO. Yeah. I mean, like Aiden. Aiden's not. Aiden's a problem when you go to the paint. But if you just if you make him come out of the paint, he's the problem, and his team struggles with him coming out of the paint. And when we played them, for example, we had whoever was guarding him set a screen on Timmy. And then Timmy was getting wide open threes because he could not come out and like even hedge on the screens because he's so slow. So like for me, a defensive player of the year, I think, has to be a guy that locks up a, a number one option every game, takes them almost out of the game, if not like diminishes them to half of their game. And there's not the, there's not that many guys that do that, you know. So like guys like um. Guys like Laspino is not really his full self, so he's kind of out of the equation, the former defensive player of the year. I'm putting – I know I'm biased because I'm Team Sullivan. We're 10-3. and three, But I'm going to put my guy Ethan Ricebaum up there because Ethan, I mean, Ethan takes on the number one, number one player each game, gives no complaints, and does a pretty damn well job on all of them. So, you know, shout out Ethan. My guy's – a dog, absolute dog. But like, other than that, who are you throwing out there? Like Cloak or like or Tomo? Like, it's. I feel like it's, this year is heavily relying on the big men defensively. I mean, you always got to bring up Brendan Laspina because he's a literal psychopath on the court. Yes, of course. Um, but he, you know, he's dealing with some nagging knee injuries, so he's not in his. He's not in form, as they say, over the pond. Uh, right. It's, it's a tough one for Defensive Player of the Year. We can let you guys decide on that one. Most improved, we did throw out Lawless. Yeah. I, I threw out Toma. It's funny that we both went Team Finnegan there. If you had to, if you had to go anyone that was besides Team Finnegan, who would you say? Most improved? Yeah, let me check. I would say there's definitely a few guys in the running. What about a guy like Dean? Is he even, is he even allowed? Because he, he didn't play last year, obviously. Dean did not play last year, but he played he's... two years ago. And from what I remember, he was on a below average team Rose. And now he is running the point on one of the best teams in the league. Um, number against, one team in the league. Number, yeah, one one team in the league. Against our team, he was influencing the game on and off the ball, um, offense and defense, hustling all over the floor, getting rebounds. Um, so, I mean, I think. Most improved last year was um, Gaffney. Gaffney, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when you when you base it off that, I mean, not that many guys. I, I to be honest, I like Dean. I like Dean too. I could even throw Porfido in there too. I mean, Porfido slipped to the fifth. I know. Porfido missed last year. Porfido is working in Virginia or some bullshit, and he came back ready to play. Banging more shots than I've ever seen Porfido make in his entire life. Knowing the kids since he was nine years old. Thought that wasn't his game. It's now his game. Was not his game ever. Are you are you a shooter now, Porfido? Question mark? I don't know. Someone's been in GW in the office. Someone someone has been on the shooting guns. That's an exclamation question mark. Exclamation question mark exclamation. Porfido, are you a shooter? Exclamation question mark. The red emoji. Exclamation question mark. Red exclamation point. So that's that's where you're at. Lawless, honestly, I guess might be a front runner. 
because Lawless has been incredible. I looking, yeah, looking past that. What about Sherry? Sherry might have had a lockdown for like the first half of the season. But after hitting the backboard on two straight threes yeah. and missing three layups against Team Miles when, <laughs> when I needed them to win the game. Yeah, I mean, Sherry. Smoking layups. Sorry, Sherry, you kind of blew it. You had it. You might have had it locked down at one point. But, like, the last half of the season has been pretty weak. Ujoa has been good for Team Miles, but they're struggling. I mean. Ujoa has gone back to 2012 form. He has gone back to 20, let's say 2015 form. I'm not going to say 2012 because 2012 Ujoa is a different animal. But, you know, Ujoa has picked up his game. He's developed into like a, a more game or a more fitting game for his yeah. his body type. Yep. So he's definitely raised the IQ level, but I don't know if he's really up there with some of these guys like And Dean. Team Miles got to stop smoking those layups, man. Smoking layups, left and right. So like, Every Ujoa dime just... Guys like Dean and Porfido and like uh, Alalas, like we we named earlier, they're just giving more production out there for their team than uh, a Ujoa would be, or a Cam Who maybe. But um, you know, forgot to mention Rookie of the Year. As much as I would like to say it's Peyton, I think that a uh, a Billy Clarman will get a lot of votes. Billy's been phenomenal for, for we Team Finnegan. Overlooked. Um... What is he, a third rounder? Third rounder, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's Jack Schlamp in the fifth round. Probably not up there for rookie of the year, but like he's, he's been left. great, especially as a fifth rounder. I mean, mm-hmm. can't complain with that. DJ Sullivan, maybe? Sixth round pick, maybe the steal of the draft. Maybe the steal of the draft. But you know, he he had he had the uh he had the green light when Star is out for those two weeks. Ever since then, though, DJ has kind of faded away. I can't say that he was that much of a threat when we played them. Star's first game back when he was masked up. Masked Star. Star. Who reposted that again? His college basketball team. Washington Elite Basketball. Shout out Washington Elite. Love the repost. Love the the support for the league. And shout out Charlie D'Amelio for the support of the league on Sunday. That was unreal. Showing up to GW. Who? Charlie D'Amelio, Lil Huddy, came to the games. Little who? Lil Huddy. Who the fuck is that? They were at the game. It was the on TikTok real. girl? Yeah. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. The girl looked exactly like her from afar. <laughs> I'm so confused. Is that I'll girl show, on like I'll a show millionaire? You the I'll show you the picture. That's pretty That's pretty incredible. She was there, yeah. It was, shout out for her support. <laughs> Still waiting on our guy, NJ Hooper Coot, to pull up. Hooper Coot should due be. In due time. In due time. In due time. You know, playoff times, I've. I've told everyone that wants to pull up, playoff time is the best time to come. So, you know, NJ Hooper crew might be pulling up. We have a video guy that might be pulling up. We have potentially Victor Cruz pulling up. We have him. We got him on the radar early this year. Early. Rookie showcase. Early. early rookie showcase with the repost of Victor Cruz. Joint. He's in Patterson this summer, so he'll, he, he could be around. We're going to try to pull him up for a Sunday. Might have to slide him a few hundos, but, you know. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Cardi B? No, Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap is... He's off the map, dude. MIA. Yeah. Patterson hasn't heard from Fetty Wap in years. They've been reaching out. So he's he is not good in the hood anymore. <laughs> and because of that, we're not good with Fetty Wap anymore. Because mm-hmm. we are good with the hood mm-hmm. in the BNBL. Mm-hmm. And if your hood doesn't know you, 
we don't know you. Simple as that. Simple. So, you know, we, um, we're about to wrap up here, but I mean, we're pretty Look, excited right there, for the Charlie playoffs. Charlie Amelia Lil Huddy at GW. Middle of Rose Miles. Confirmed. Confirmed at the game. Oh, wow. That is them. Wow. Yeah. That is good clout for the league. Yeah. Tick- Unreal support. TikTok is, TikTok is starting to show love for BMBL. I'll throw, I'll throw another Let highlight page. That's all we need. You know, I mean, BMBL playoffs is going to be a scary sight. Mm-hmm. Absolute movie. As Bungalow said, potentially a Spielberg. Yep. I got right. I got Team Finnegan winning it all. I'm my team's out of the playoffs right now. I'm putting on the powder. I'm putting on the Carolina Blues, and team, that's the that's the team I'm 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 getting. I'm hitching my bandwagon to. Team Finnegan has confirmed Team Sullivan as their rival, so I will not say they're winning it all. I will say they're actually losing first round to Team Sullivan. What are the odds? The odds will come out by the end of the season. We will. That's just that's another note. Can outside players get action on that? Oh, yeah. We will have betting lines for the BMBL playoffs. If you we, bet against your team, ban for life. No betting against your team. We do accept Pete Roses in this league. So you can bet on your own team. That is 100% kosher. But, you know, last year we had some problems with a few guys paying out and just letting you know. If you, you know guys, who you are. You know who you are. K-E-E-N-A. And Bungalow knows who you are. And if you guys don't pay out, I will be sending a... Bungalow to your house. No. we have Jimmy Jimerson? We have worse threats than Bungalow. We have um, a couple of Israelis that will be showing up at your house with baseball bats. Oh, my God. To collect your BMBL losses. So please don't fuck me. Or... You will be banned from the league. So just just to know, if you want to get on the BNBL action, hit up Captain Sullivan. I will set you up with an account. We will get you going. There is there will be full on services for all BNBL playoff games, and I don't know if we'll be able to pull off the player props, but we're working on that as well. Wow! So it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. I hope we get a good, we get some good action on the games because last year in the playoffs, when there was money in those games, you know, you could feel it. You could feel there's a thousand dollars on the line. You could feel Kyle Vadis is three hundred dollars on Team Lothian. He wanted that game, and Nadi wasn't giving it to him. Nadi said, "No, fuck that. This is mine. I earned this." So you know, bet on yourself, but beware, beware the consequences because you might get fucked. You better be you better be coming to play if you're gonna throw money on your own team. That's all I'm gonna say. And with that, it's actually past my bedtime. So we're gonna to have to call it quits. But I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Bungalow. Me proving it wasn't me. And now we can all we can all um, look forward to the playoffs. Look forward to the playoffs and sleep tight at night knowing that Bungalow is still unknown. And that we now know Tony Crawford is Ryan Starr. Thank you for that bungalow. Anonymously. I, I did not know that. Anonymously. Anonymously. But that was a huge, huge drop on the pod that many people might not pick up till afterwards. All right, yeah. Um, any any last words, Azza? Pride game, part two, Sunday. 
Love it. Be there. Team Miles again. Team Miles one more time. Team Miles, you guys better step up, grow some nuts on that team because you guys lose to the worst team in the league twice in a row. I mean, good luck in the playoffs. If you're going into the playoffs with like, like that, good luck.